welcome back. You're listening to Lebs on League Season 2023 with your hosts Johnny Carews, Bassa Bood and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Before we start the show, please take a moment to like this podcast and subscribe to the Lebs on League channel. That way you'll be notified when a new show lands and it helps with our rankings. Also, if you know anyone you think would enjoy the show, please share it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this podcast, whether you're zero and six and you can't blame Madge anymore, or you've got time to enter some cows in a contest at the Royal Easter Show and time to be paid $800,000 a year as a professional football player, or if you are making some sweet love to that somebody special, we are Lebs on League, we're a group of Lebos, discuss all things NRL, no holds barred, and with me. To discuss rugby league as per usual, the beast from the Middle East, Bassabu. Good evening, gentlemen. I was at the Easter show yesterday and I saw Latrell's cow. <laughs> what? Which one? What do you mean, which one? Latrell's cow. He's got two cows. Yeah, I know. Oh. Why do you look at me innocently like you're not saying anything with implication? Listen. A double entendre, for example. I am allowed to triple entendre if I want to. It's up to people to decipher. Okay, now... Although your intent is as, clear. As impressive as Latrell's cow was, yeah, some of those bulls were quite impressive, let me tell you. Some they were very, very well bulls. endowed, very well endowed. Mm-hmm. Testicles almost touching the floor. Is this what... What do we do? Is this where we're going with well, this one? you know, fuck. How was it? That's I'm where sorry. the NRL's going. I'm sorry to hear that you were at the Easter show. That sounds like an absolute nightmare. That was actually quite fun. Yeah? Yeah, no, look, I enjoyed getting out to the, uh, the Woolies Pavilion... Started there first, you know, after tasting about five gins, five vodkas, oh. a couple of wines. The Easter show is bearable after that, Karis. Oh, Yvette would have loved you. Loved it. <laughs> loved it. And from our friends at One Touch Waterproofing for all your waterproofing needs, Krista. How you going, boys? Chris and Maura, how are you? Fantastic. Well, now that uh, you bought me a small gift. I was. Yeah, Chris. You want to tell everyone that what, what gift I purchased? Yes. Purchased some St. George Illawarra uh, coasters. And I'm happy Bass has got his drink on it. Yeah. And I've got you my know. drink resting on a St. George Illawarra coaster. Yes. Can I tell case. you the story? I was at a, um, a supermarket in the eastern suburbs. Are we really Westfields, doing this? Just really quickly. Really? And with all the football memorabilia, there was nothing left except for the dragon stuff. It's the only thing you could pick what up. What is in the eastern suburbs? Well, there was no, no uh, rooster stuff. There was no south stuff. There was nothing. It was just dragon stuff. Why would you put dragons were- in the Eastern Suburbs? <laughs> Look, sorry, with all due respect to both of you, before I was rudely interrupted by the fuck of both of you, I was leading into something with the Easter show. Happy Easter to everybody and their families, by the way. Were you or did you just well, remember? you know, you, you just cut me off. Didn't cut you off. You did. You know, no. you let me finish. I was at the Easter show. Bass just remembered everyone that it's Easter. <laughs> Merry the, Easter to everybody. And the reason why, happy Festivus. And the reason why I was, uh, you know, leading into all that stuff was, you know, you got to wish our listeners, this is a very family time of year for all our... People, so. Well, I got to say, I ate my um, my weight in chocolate this weekend. I think my blood is half hemoglobin, half golden lint bunny. What did you make of the games this weekend, boys? Rubbish. Oh. Well, aren't we all happy? We all had a win this weekend, didn't we? Yeah, we did. did we? We? Yeah, <laughs> almost, almost, almost. You think right. I was going to give you that, UK Roots? Where were you last week, you smartass? Where, 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 where were you last week, UK Roots? I just love how you follow that. We, we were two and a half minutes away from that. 
What do you from mean two victory. and a half? From a win. From a victory, yeah. Oh, Chris, if you just added another minute here and there, there's all, all games That's are the different. Referee just helped Chris, us get a six again. Chris, nice. I love you. You're one of my dearest friends, but sometimes you reach. Like, you reach. You were two and a half minutes. We were three minutes from a grand final. We were, we, yeah, yeah. We lost. And Ben Hunt seemed to drop that ball again. I saw a video today where someone... Did Ben Hunt drop a ball? He doesn't do that. <coughs> Deja vu, and they just merge the two together. Anyway, anything grabbing you this weekend? Is there anything particular you enjoyed on the weekend? Yeah, I, I didn't enjoy anything this weekend. What's grabbing? Really? Nothing. What's grabbing me is we're five weeks into the competition, and already it's it's a scratch your head it's fest. A fucking shit show. It's a shit show with the refereeing, right? It's like we're supposed to be discussing how good the games are and what stood out, what, and everything that stands out, everything that's glaring every week is refereeing decisions. And what is a penalty this week in one game is not a penalty in another game. You got video referees chiming in because they're fucking bored. We were promised by the NRL the video referee was not going to intervene. You had a video referee pretty much responsible for putting a player in the sin bin against you know, Bulldog South. Later for them to say he has no case to answer. So if you have no case to answer and it's not being cited by the judiciary, it means it wasn't warranted of 10 minutes in the Sydney. But I, yep. I think yep. a lot of people aren't necessarily yep. fully understanding what a hip yep. drop is. And going on to Bass's point, in our game, Mola gets put in the bin for a head high, yep. then Jaden Sewer gets on report for a hip drop, which looked like a probably hip drop, I don't know, and then doesn't get put in the bin. And then today gets fined. Who knows what a hip drop is? Anymore, and then Molo's getting three weeks. It doesn't make sense. It's not making sense. If it, if it's a hip drop, put him in the bin. This is exactly what we did a few years ago. All of a sudden, anything. Or it should get four weeks. Came even an inch from the face. It's now a head high, and you're getting sin bin straight away. Hip drop is the flavor of the month. It and is. We're over it already. So, yeah, but, yeah, but because none of it's making sense. Yep. And none of it, you know, if I was to ask you what is the actual definition of a hip drop, it'd be different to what Bass says. It'd be different to what I say. Yeah, but we can't hit high. And we can't, we're scared to go low for a hip drop. We're going to hit the player in the ribs. It's not your scared. Where, what, it's, what are we doing? It's not you're scared to go low because of a hip drop. If you, the players, the referees don't know what the fucking hip drop is anymore themselves. So how can you police something that you're unsure yourself of what is the The problem is for? with the referee, Bass, if, as soon as they see someone pulling someone down, which even if they're, they're trying to pull them down to, so they don't offload or as soon as they see them put down and they're underneath, it's called a hip drop. Never seen Straight away. But Straight away. Where has the hip drop been for 112, 13, 14, 15 years of rugby league? Mate, you're where has it been? It's been in the game. So all of a sudden now, it's glaringly obvious. We've missed it for 115 years, but now but this is it is I, glaringly obvious. And this is what shits me about these what? guys, because you keep saying, Bass, where's the duty you care in the game? And then all of a sudden now, the hip drop's a problem. Whereas, look at what happened with Rapana on the weekend. Marty Tapao's knee. Sorry, no, no, no. Mate, the guy was falling down. No, no, sorry. Rapana contributed to that happening to him. And I'll tell you why. I was going to wait for that game to come up. Actually, I am going to wait for that game to come up. We're going to stray to a million fucking things. But what I'm trying to say is, last year, the flavour of the month was the crusher tackle. You don't see them anymore. At what point did we said the responsibility lies with the ball carrier backing into the defence... And the natural uh, occurrence of the defence pushing onto him and folding him over, coming down on his back. That had existed anymore all of a sudden. What? Did the players get it right? People aren't backing into the defence anymore? These are all bullshit ways of people to milk a penalty and slow the game down. They said if you stay down for any of that shit now holding your head, you're automatically off. So nobody's milking that anymore. Nobody's right? milking that anymore. Nobody's milking that anymore. Now all of a sudden we found a new tackle in the game that we can fucking exploit and milk. The NRL is going to lose fans by the bucket load. Just play touch. Just call bullshit on it. Just play touch. It seems like it has to be grab football now. It has to be. The moment a shoulder touches anywhere on the body, you're in trouble. 
and they're going to be afraid to do it. And I agree with you with the Rapana thing, but that's where I was going. But we'll talk about it during the game. And even the six against, man, even the six against in like all the rounds, they're just like if a team's given away three, four sets, uh, sets of six, right? Six against. Doesn't the referee warn them? Don't the referee warn them if they want to warn them? Yeah. It depends. Okay? That no, no, depends. Yeah. In our team, uh, in, in our game yesterday, the referee warned Tino, okay, on two occasions about fighting in the six against. He didn't send none of them to the bin. I mean, if you warned him once, he warned him twice. He goes, I've warned you before. Okay, well, if you're warning him again, what are you doing about it? Oh, we haven't seen any of that. Yeah, this but year. what That's are you doing thing, about cause, it? Because I, I was watching a game the other day as well, even with the commentators saying, guys, these guys better be careful now. This is two in a row. Oh, it's three in a row. Well, nothing comes. Nothing, nothing comes. comes. But if he's they warning... They were warned. They were warned yeah, that's twice right. in a row. Twice. Third time, still nothing. When did it happen in the game? The third warning that you say that he should have been sent off The for. second warning? Yeah, was it, it late? happened in the second half. But was it late in the game? Uh, actually, was... no. It was in the first half. It was it late was... in the first half. Oh, well. Yeah. First half. You'll find that if it's the game is close... In the last 10 minutes, the whistle gets put away. Yeah, the referee... But, but the game that's was what kills me. anyway. But that's what kills me. If it was a rule and you were policing it in the first five minutes of the game, it's still the same fucking rule, the rule with the five minutes to go. It's still the fucking rule. And this is what... It, you know what? If the NRL cannot see that the referees are actually... Not playing the game, but playing the score and playing the crowd and playing the time. And contributing to the results in the <sighs> end is, you know, to have a referee affect the outcome of a game is pathetic. Honestly, it and is. And it's the one person that cannot be held accountable. And they're untouchable. They are the untouchables. All right, let's uh, go, quickly go through the results. Uh, Storm beat the Roosters 28-8. to eight. The Rabbitohs over the Bulldogs, 50 points to six. Another one bites the dust, but we didn't expect that those guys will be winning the Premiership this year. Dolphins beat the Cowboys, 32 points to 22. Panthers, 44 to 22 over the Seagulls. Raiders break the Bonkros, five in a row, winning 20 to 14. The Titans did in the Dragons, 20 points to 18. The Knights beat the Warriors, 34 to 24. And the Eels just beat the West Tigers. What was that, 28-20? I think 20. it was the final result. 28-20. But uh, the Broncos still are on top with 10 points. Panthers, Storm, Dolphins, Warriors, Titans and Roosters, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth and seventh, all on eight points. Uh, the Knights are on seven points and they make up the top eight. Outside of the top eight, we're still missing the Seagulls. We're still missing the Sharks and the Rabbitohs, the Raiders, the Eels. So I'm expecting a lot of movement come through there. And I, I seem to have everyone's left the room. Who's is that, is that what happens? Who's, Who's left, left the room? You, you, you're on your phone. Are you listening? He's hunting again. He's hunting? Oh, yeah. no, I'm just... Um, He's hunting. Just texting um, our good friend of the show, Adam Dahey, who's, I think, got some bad news today. As we all know, I think he ruptured his ACL again for the third time, same knee. I can't imagine what he's going through at the moment. So I was just texting him just then, just to you know, yeah, get well. Adam. And um, our thoughts are with him, mate. He's got to have strong. A, he's got to have a lot of time with his hands. Maybe we'll get him in for a few podcasts just to lighten his mood a little. See if we can convince him to somehow break the contract. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he caught the ball and just landed straight on his knee. And sometimes it's those innocuous ones. He just landed. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk round six. It started with the Storm winning at home against the Roosters, twenty-eight points to eight. 18-8 at halftime, five tries to one in the end. Victor Radley, Sinbin in the 27th minute. The Storm scored twice during that 10-minute period with a late tackle on Munster. What did you think of that tackle? I thought Munster milked it for all it's fucking worth. Mate, he got he seemed to get knocked off his feet. He got it, it knocked seemed, off his feet. Seemed pretty genuine. Look, this is the problem. I don't, no, don't look at me like this. Hey. Don't, I'm actually saying... 
I'm saying, what a miraculous recovery when he got the penalty and Victor Radley went to the sim mid for 10 minutes. What a miraculous... I'm bro, not saying he got hurt. I'm saying bro, he actually even, got knocked off his feet. Okay. The question he I have... He stayed down the to The question milk. I have yes. is, is it a sim bin? Is it a penalty? Yes, it is a sim bin. And yes, it is a penalty. Yes. And let me tell you something. Our coach last week, and I'm starting to question our coach's fucking intelligence, <laughs> he came out last week and he goes, Victor Radley is one of the smartest footballers he ever came across. Well, you know what, coach? He fucking did a really dumb thing for you on the weekend, didn't he? Because at that particular point in the game, we were all over Melbourne. We were 30 minutes in, close as it could be. We were holding him off our line. Everything was going well. Everything was going well. That was the beginning of the end. And for a supposedly smart footballer coach, that was fucking one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. The recipient of the pass caught the ball. That's how lady was hit. It's, it's so unnecessary. And it's like sandpaper gate in the cricket. There's cameras everywhere. How do you think you're going to get away with things yeah. like that now? How does he think he's going to get away with something Stupid. like that? But Can I just stop you guys for a sec? Buzz wrote an interesting article today relating to that. He's saying the Roosters have never won a game of footy during which Radley was sin-binned. This is Radley's seventh sin binning. I was going to say that. Second most behind Latrell Mitchell. Well done, son, and his heifers. And he's also been sin binned twice in two games. So Radley's been sin binned seven times in his last 37 games for the Roosters. Yeah. That's a stat. Yeah. Yeah. We don't agree if it was a sin bin or not, but the referees in Enroll have made it a sin bin offence for 10 minutes. That's what I mean. Let me tell why, you why, when, when does a player have to get to the sim bin for 10 minutes? How bad does the foul play have to be for someone to be in the bin for 10 minutes? He wasn't hit high. He wasn't hit it's high. It's a penalty at best. Right? The pass was deemed forward. So there was no try scoring situation altered. He should be penalised for sheer stupidity because he did hit him high. It wasn't fucking dangerous. He bumped him shoulder to shoulder. He keeled over. Milked it for all it's worth. Granted, penalty, yes. 10 minutes in the sim bin? I'm not so sure. Nor am I. Yeah, the NRL, but the NRL many, have said that. The NRL have said that. If you're going to do something like that, you'll go for 10 minutes. Did they? No then matter what, what. No matter what. So, so anyway, when you have a late shot on a, a guy kicking the ball, right, nine times out of 10, it's a penalty. It's a penalty, yeah. When, when, when did they send someone in the bin when no it's one. an ugly one? If he's tackled in midair, maybe, probably not. I don't no, think no. I've ever seen When they deem it dangerous. Was that the only dangerous? time even a kicker, when the, when, the, when the kicker kicks the ball, if you take out his legs from under him in the air... That's a penalty. It's, it's a penalty. If you grab him around the hip and tackle him normally... Yeah, why should it be a penalty? Okay. But here's the thing, right? You've, sus- you've sent him off for 10 minutes... We've effectively lost the game. Then they find him three... Th- the NRL is trying to make as much fucking money as they can out of these players. I have never seen so many fines dished out on top of sin biddings, on top of send-offs. The sin biddings is penalty. Why are you still fighting the guy? Well, that's what Phil Gill said. And the Roosters Phil- have lost the game as a result. We've lost yeah. the game. Phil Gill said that if you're going to send someone in the bin, that's enough punishment. He doesn't need to be punished after that. He doesn't need to be. Like, if Preston went in, if Preston, he went in the bin, it was all over. So then we've got to question the motives behind what the NRL is trying to do. And they would suggest that they're putting a fine system in place as deterrent for individuals. Yeah, unlike Ryan Madison, though, we're going to pay the fine, not going to take the suspension, right? Yeah, but, well, that's so where's the deterrent? Yeah, but look at the team. I but, know. I'm, is it a deterrent? I mean, you know, at, in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the battle, Victor Radley seems like he's going to do that every day of the week. He's not there sitting going, well, I better not do that. That could mean another three Yeah, but Victor Radley goes into every game now half-hearted. And no, no, coach, no, no, he doesn't. And the coach... No, 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 he does. And Sh- the coach... Chris, that was a late hit. There's no half-hearted about late hit. That was sheer and abject stupidity. Munster threw the pass, and the guy that yeah, had to catch the pass caught it. That's how late he hit yeah, him. That's it was why he plays the game. Do you think he's going to play the game the same way? That's not how you play the game. You don't hit somebody late. It's, it's, it's not necessary. 
if I wasn't just saying, I'm just saying that's how Victor plays. Chris, if it was a line ball or if it was a kicker and you're putting pressure on him and you hit him in a hard tackle at the point of him kicking it, I can understand you pressure. There was no pressure there. The pass had gone. So it what was long gone. What does Robbo do? Because the, the stat that bus came out was, was pretty damning. I'll tell you what you Robbo guys, does. You guys haven't won a game. Every game he's been well, sitting well, it's, it's his seventh symbiote well, in 37 game. I know they've picked out that stat in particular, but nine times out of ten, if you've had a player spend ten minutes in the symbiote and you're playing the Melbourne Storm, and on top of that you've got Ashley Klein refereeing you... <laughs> You're not going to win a game. Don't use that as stat because Chris and I, before the ball was kicked off, what did I say to you? Who's referee? Ashley. I said, fucking fat lot of hope. Let me tell you, Melbourne kicked off. And I'm not making excuses. We weren't good enough. Sorry, we weren't. They kicked off, correct? First tackle of the game. First tackle of the game. Christian Welsh and the back rower. They held that runner. Held. Held. Off him. Held. Nothing. First tackle of the game. We kick downfield. We kick after our first set of six. First tackle for us. Ashley Klein called, held once. Lindsay Connors didn't move. Penalty straight out of their territory. Now, with all due respect, Kairos, with all due respect. They're big moments. Getting a free ride out of your 25. Straight away. And I said to you. Melbourne, I, get, them, Melbourne get them nine times out of ten. I said, anywhere, this, every I said day. this to you many, many years ago. You watched the picky back. You say to me, Kairos, we can't buy a penalty in our red zone. Melbourne seemed to find them like they're falling out of the sky. Yes or no? Yeah. yeah? We still do it good enough. Incident in the game early on. We're leading. Grubber kicked through. Jerome Hughes dived in front of Luke Keery and took his legs out from under him. As he fell, Luke Keery looked at the ref. They didn't even look at it. He called it a 20-meter tap, showed it on the replay, took him out as late, dived over his leg, dived in front of him, so he trips over. Took him out, didn't even look at it. And this is what's starting to get to me, mate. Ashley Klein is one of those referees that he will – where are we? We're in Melbourne. That's who's winning. Yeah. What's that? Melbourne's lost the last two games in a row. They're can't in trouble. Have, no. We can't have that. Can't have that. We can't, can't have, have that. that. No. And you're scratching your head thinking, what are you calling, dude? Like, what What? What are you watching that's – and it's fucking annoying. We weren't good enough at the end of the day. And our coach, our coach has got to stop persisting with fucking Drew Hutchison as a fucking centre. I don't care if you have to get it's a centre. If you have to get a centre from reserve grade, but you get a fucking centre. But why can't Corey Drew Hutchison is not a centre. He didn't play Corey Allen. He sat him on the bench. He right sat him on the bench. Didn't use him at all. And that's an interesting one, though. Corey Allen can play the centres every day of the week, and he has. He's actually been playing pretty good with you guys every time he's been on the field. So I don't understand that. Another stat that he mentions as well, Bass, is that since 2020, the Roosters have only won four games of the 21 games they've played against the Panthers, Storms, and the Bunnies. Yeah, I know. That's a very telling stat for us. Yeah. Four you know games. Why? Four, Four out, out of 21. 21. And one of those was this week, last week. And let me tell you what it is for us. We get into the arm wrestle early with all these sides, and then it's just one stupid error that leads to an avalanche. That leads to an absolute avalanche. So, But is it is it this? Is it this? You know, you've got players like um, Jared Maria Hargraves that regardless of whether it's warranted or not, He's getting penalised. He's getting sin bin for these infringements that other players that I know you're saying don't necessarily get it. This has been happening a lot. I know he's been trying to pull it back. How do you win? As you said, the moment you've got someone in the bin against a top four side, you're not, you're not going to win. We're in the same boat. I was going to say, there's, no, you're not. No, no. There's a couple of there's a couple of corporate clubs. The Roosters are one of them. They've got a few of them. We've got a few of them. Who, South who have got a few. South have got a few. Like look at us, Molo. The last he's he's got a bad record. Sua, Jack Bird. All those guys give away penalties. That reputation, hundred percent. They do everything. So the minute that guy gets called out, you know he's going to get two weeks, or he's going straight to the bin. 
They're the same blokes. And I was saying this last week, Chris, you take away these errors and some of these infringements that weren't necessary. We're losing games. Like the games that we've lost this year um, have been by two points by try. You know, in the wrong position at the wrong time, doing the dumb things. Let's clean that out of our game, mate. I, I, I think we're on top of the table. We, you know, we, we're, we're almost there. But it's these errors and it's these dumb plays. And as you said, the moment Radley does something like that, you just know that that game's gone. But at least our coach, right, had the balls to sit in the press conference and actually give it to Victor. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. On a positive note, Angus Cryant looks like he's making a return this week. He'll be playing New South Wales Cup. Yeah. Go well, son. It's a hell of an achievement. And I think I... the uh, the rumour is he had, the Roosters would like him to play two games in the New South Wales Cup. So hopefully he should be ready for that. I reckon Anzac he'll be day. a star after one and then let's see what happens. You know, from all of us here, as we always like to say, ask your mates, are you okay? But what a great achievement. We're very excited about that. Anything else on that one before we move on? Fast game's a good game. The Rabbitohs towel up the Bulldogs, 50 points to 16, 26 to 6 at half time, and in the end, nine tries to three. Jacob Preskin, as we discussed, was binned for a hip drop on Isaac Thompson in the 62nd minute. South scored three times in that 10-minute period. It was Latrell Mitchell's 150th game. Did you want to start on something? I'm just, you know, again, referees, I'm scratching my head. That We were going to win that game regardless, but it's a massive difference because all of a sudden what it does is it helps Souths improve their for and against dramatically when we shouldn't have had that. And I agree with you. He shouldn't have been sent in for that. I'm a massive fan of Preston. Um, but all of a sudden, three tries in 10 minutes. Our for and against looks amazing. It helps us at a time when we're struggling. You know who looks like the biggest dickhead out of all that scenario? Your fucking coach. That dumb fucking Greek wog. He looks like the biggest dope <laughs> out of the whole fucking lot. Yeah, explain. Yeah, because he came out and goes, yes, we've got to stamp that out of our game. It's not called for. Then the judiciary comes out and says nothing to answer. So who's the fucking dumb cunt, right? Number one. Number two, your captain Cameron Murray, early in the game at 6-0 to the Bulldogs, performs a classic hip drop. I showed it to you. Hip drop or not, Karus? I showed you the footage. It could be argued to be a hip drop, Bass. It could be argued. And I mean that Did because nobody knows exactly what a hip drop is. No, 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 you do know what a hip drop. No, every sorry. single time. Sorry, if you're going to go hip drop, did he tackle around the legs and lead his hip in to take what, out the legs? What is the definition of a hip drop? Okay. What's the definition? I know what a definition. I'm going to ask no, you. No, I need to no, know no, what the definition I'm is. I'm going to ask you a question. Preston or Cam Murray's, which was more of a hip drop? I would have said Preston's. Because Preston's feet left the ground at some point. Cam Murray's feet remained on the ground. But Preston wasn't tackling. He was raking the ball. He was trying to get the ball. He fell. Actually, he slipped off the ball and fell onto the legs. Where's the hip drop? A hip drop is when you have your arms around the, the ball fought, carrier. Thompson's foot got caught earlier in that tackle anyway. And so he tried to go. Preston's was an unfortunate caught. accident that can happen a, in the game. As is happen, so many penalties, Bass. Cam Murray's arms are wrapped around the, the waist of the ball carrier and, and then, he, him down and and then he him drops down. his hip know, under his legs. I looked at that tackle. If we're stamping that out of the game, what are we doing? That's what I mean. Like, that, what are we doing? You're supposed to bring the player down because he's still moving. Do not deflect from the question. No, no, no. I don't no, know I'm not. It. Because I wouldn't call that a hip drop. My opinion. So Preston's was a hip drop. My understanding, a hip drop is when you get your arms around him. Yeah. You drop your whole hip, which means your feet go out in front of you, and then you drop to the ground. That's not what either of those tackles were on the weekend. You don't have to drop your legs out from in front of you. You've got to lean with your hip to the guy's legs to drop him down. That's what Cameron Murray's 
tackle was. I showed it to you. And the fucking NRL and Andrew Dimitriou, you can't pick it for one t- for your own players and be appalled that it happened to your player that your captain's dishing it out to somebody else. And the reason why Dimitriou's even going to that extent because he doesn't even know what it fucking is. And I don't think many people do. I don't fully understand the definition of the hip Change the game. Like you said, South were going to win, but not by 50 points. No. And as I said, the for and against has really improved as a result of that. And I agree that he shouldn't have been sin bin for that infringement. And Brandy Alexander, Brad Fittler, their job has made easier. I don't think they'll be picking Ado Car for, for Origin now that he's... Uh, Pretty ugly incident. Mate, I don't think they'll be picking Turbo Sinders Samosa. Let me tell you one thing. But you, you asked this question last week, Chris, um, you know, and then we talked about Ado Car. So does that mean Sawali, Campbell Graham? Who are we looking at for that position? Well, that was the only, Campbell well, Graham's not a winger. He did play wing on the on the weekend. Campbell Graham played on the wing. He was on the wing for a few, yeah, and he scored off it. Can't we find the position for Dylan Edwards? I've said it all along. The, the black's underrated. He doesn't get enough praise. He's probably underpaid. I think he's and certainly like, on seriously. The you can't have both Brad Fittler and Brandy Alexander picking a New South Wales squad and you've got the full back of the how, Penrith Panthers how much you playing think as good on? as he is. He's on the radar. How much do you think he's on? He's not on the radar. How much do you Surely think he's, he's on, on the radar? He's not on the radar. You wouldn't be utility? He's not a utility, but he's a specialist fullback. He's a specialist he can't fullback. play any other position. And here's the problem. Although I believe right now he's in better form than uh, Tedesco, Tedesco's your New South Wales captain. Is he Australian captain as well? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, how the fuck do you drop him? Well, if he gets concussed, that's the only way he's going you to... You don't drop him. You can't you drop be, him. But you can, Bass. You say you pick on form. If he's not playing as well as he was playing last year or the year before, then is he a liability if he's on the New South Wales team? Are you going to say that he's suddenly going to pick up his game? <laughs> You're kidding. Well, that's what I'm trying I'm to... not kidding. I'm You're actually being really yeah, but, serious yeah, but, about yeah, but that. Would you, put, would you pick Turbo in the centres right now? The way he's playing? Turbo, he's, he's injured. He's not... He's injured. He's not playing, mate. You can't... Yeah, yeah but... Yeah, but yeah, this yeah, is but happening would you again, isn't it? Well, we're going to lead up to the state of origin. And we're going to have the... We're, we're going to have the worst team. We're going to be struggling. Yeah. Yeah. So while he will be there, Campbell well, will yeah, be I there. I just said that. Because there'll be nobody else. Well, he's only going to get there by default. You by, know what? By, no, by injury. If Turbo doesn't make the New South Wales side because of his manly coach, it'll be his, his problem because he's the fucking one that's playing him when he shouldn't be playing him. Turbo should not be playing. He should not be playing. He can't stretch out. He can't exert himself. He's in the side for the mere fact of the stability that he brings to the manly side by them knowing that he's at the back there. Yeah, he can defuse a kick. Yeah, he'll take the bomb. Yeah, he'll pick up a runner. But as far as stretching out... Well, I'll talk about him in a minute, but the Dolphins scalped another one, beating the Cowboys 32 points to 22, 26-12 at halftime to the Dolphins. They won six tries to four. Three Sinbins in this one. Cohen Hessen, Brendan Elliott in the 26th and 74th minute for the Broncos. Cody Nicarima in the 37th minute. So we went through a period for five years or something. There was no Sinbins. Like, we're crying out. It should be bin. Now, the last two, three years, every five minutes there's a Sinbin. It's a real weapon in the NRL's arsenal. Do you remember those years? If someone did something, like, put him in the bin and I was scared to put him in the bin. (coughs) Now, they're just putting him in the bin. Like, just, yeah, go in there, mate. See you later. Ten minutes. I've got to say, though, I did see all three of them. They all were warranted. They all, you know, you got. Yeah, but yeah, but like Bass said, the Simbin's been there for a hundred years. The hip drop's been there for a hundred years. The rules have been there for a hundred years. Now they're just what they've just they want to enforce every single one of them. The bin's been there. It's always been there. Yeah, no. I think it was five minutes once, and now changes to ten. Yeah, no. You know what gets me is like uh, it does uh, my head in. I got no issue with the Simbinning, but there's no fucking uh, there's no consistency. The guy's falling in the tackle, and we know. Sorry, with all due respect to the referees. If you've ever laced on a boot, when you're making a tackle, 
it all involves a wrapping motion with your arm. Correct or not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you're wrapping your arms or trying to wrap your arms around the player and he falls in the tackle and his head makes contact with your arm as he's falling as you're wrapping, forceful. Well, what, how am I going to tackle him if I don't wrap my arm? That's a, how am I going to tackle him? How are you supposed to change? Bass, supposed to change? That's exactly this, the way he described it is what Mola did yesterday. He went in with arms wrapped. He got wrong-footed by Fodawaka and he went. He just slipped off his head and got him high. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm being serious. No, but that's how. But that's how wrong it could be. That's exactly uh, what he's describing it. He he came across his shoulders, hit him in the head. Yeah, but he came he came with his feet, arms around. He around launched him to put Chris. A big head, no, but, but Chris, his feet his, left the ground. He started high and finished higher. And his feet left. We're the ground. We're talking about he, a player. I'll give you the example when fucking Fuyamiyono got set off in last year. So you reckon so when you a reckon player was falling? When a player is falling, you're still in the process of making a tackle with their arms wrapping motion. If he's falling or his legs get chopped from under him, and as he falls, how do you pull out of that? Yeah, how do you pull out? He you came, can't. Yeah, I know, but he came the, in at the hundred flash miles. Is the only one that could see that. Chris, I, don't know, I love you, bro. You don't try to justify that tackle. He took his fucking head off because he started too high. He started too high and went higher. Mate, I've seen worse than that, man, than yesterday. And, and, and nothing happened ground, to him. His feet left the ground as well, well yes. buddy. Nine times out of ten, there's nothing wrong with him. There's nothing. But there's nothing wrong with him. It's, it's reactive. Oh, my God, you hit him high. you got to go. And it's a problem. The oh, Dolphins scored three times while there was a player off the field. It changes the game. It changes the game. And I've got to say, I mean, I was surprised, but is this what the Dolphins are doing this year? I mean, I, I, was, I was thinking this is going to be a Cowboys victory. And, you know, here I am looking at the result going, I'm surprised, but should I be surprised? Yeah, yeah but how do they do it time and time again? Yeah, you should. It's deflating once a t- like, as a supporter, when you're watching, like, oh, okay, it's all over. Like, you're watching the game. It's going to be know. a good game. Uh, a black goes in the bin, you're like, oh, it's all over. I know, like, like, Chris, you know, you just feel like but that. But at the time, you know what, I tell you what, as a Roosters player, the moment you see Radley do something like that, you want to kill him. Yeah. You want to kill him. Mate, I am surprised considering they were missing Sullivan and Kafusi and they were missing a few. You expected the Cowboys to win. But as they say, winning is a culture and losing is a culture too. If you're in that mentality of like you're not confident, it's a confidence thing. And the Cowboys aren't confident right now. They've lost games that they shouldn't have lost and they found a way to lose this one know, as well. Which is interesting. Is this who the Cowboys are this year? I think they are. Because we keep looking at it and you go, nah, that's not going to happen. They're going to win this one. But is this what they are now? Absolutely. You know, and their defence has been pretty ordinary. If you look at all the games this year, the first game they won, but they led in 18 points. They lost 20 by 28 points. They lost 26 points. They won with 12 points. Then they lost Sporting in 32. It's an average of 21.66 points scored against them every game. Now, their defence compared to last year is completely different. I don't know what's going on with those guys. But Wayne Bennett, is he the genius behind what's going on? Are we looking at it going... What, what did we expect? Wayne Bennett's done a great job on these. He's just playing simple footy, though. It's a simple game plan think, for them. I think you're fucking trying to judge way too early still, though. Still, and it is early, though, isn't it? I mean, early. but this is six rounds done, isn't it? Fatigue hasn't set in yet. But have you seen the way the Dolphins play, though? They don't spin the ball. They go straight up the middle. You see them. They go straight up the middle, and they tie you out in the middle. They don't throw the ball around like any other side does. But when they do, I've got to say, the it, most improved player in my book is... The fullback. The hammer. Yeah. And Asako as yeah. well. I put him as the second most improved player this yeah, year. Yeah, but their, their experience pack gets them downfield. And then the hammer, you know, I mean, that the halves are okay. One's a young kid. Yeah. The not. other one's just, a, you know, he's been to three clubs. And then you've got, you know, a star at the back. But I'm just saying, it's a simple game plan. I tell you, the, I think the hookers improved. The key success story for every Wayne Bennett side has been completion. It's completion. Always. It's and always he, high. And he always. And you know what? When you play a simple brand of footy, you complete your sets. Yeah. 
Don't try anything fucking spectacular. You know, this will come later in the season. Once it becomes a habit of completing sets, getting a good kick away, getting a good chase away, playing for a mistake, once that becomes a habit, then you can start incorporating all the other aspects of the game required. Johnny, our side, our, our clubs, we've had Wayne Bennett. Look at the way he's coached both our sides, right? Where was your best play? The forwards, Hitler Trill, Alex Johnson would score. When we won the comp, we did the same thing with Darius Boyd and Brett Morris. Was, it was the same play. It was the same play. Get up the middle, shift, shift. Darius Boyd would hit um, Brett Morris and would score. Nine times out of ten, it was the same play. Yeah. And they're exactly doing the same thing. Asako scoring tries like you wouldn't believe and the hammer's running on the side. They, on both, the they both look amazing though. Yeah, but every team, like Bass is saying, he's coached our teams the same way. We've had that type of player. The fullback... Right, and we always had a winger to finish off at the end, always. And we had a great pack of forwards. You did at the time. You it's lost. It's so did we. Interesting you say that because you take Alex Johnson out of our game. He's was, not there. There was somebody there to catch the ball and fall over the side you know, that, on the weekend. That's it's exactly didn't right. He plays down. the sort of teams. And speaking of the hammer, he scored a hat-trick and there was a great try where he actually palms off Griffith Nemi and Reese Robson. You know, the, the guy's just – he's on a different level. I'm a huge fan of him at the moment. He's one of the few players in my super coach team mis- I'm happy I've did got. Did they make a mistake, the Cowboys, to let him go? Oh, but, but Drinkwater was playing well at the time. Mate, you've got to keep in mind too, where's Nano this year? You know, everybody talks about your breakout season. It's consistency over a couple of years. Uh, that no, makes... I haven't heard that name at all this there year. There you go. I know he's he's been, been injured and Tolungi too. I know he was suspended for a couple of games that I, but still, like, you know, I think a lot of clubs have worked out the game play as well. We all know. You've got to have your best 17 every week. To get anywhere, and they just haven't had it. Yeah, moment. I know they had Robson back and, and Drinkwater. I actually honestly thought they were going to do something. Panthers forty-four over the Seagulls, 12, 30 to nil at halftime. Seven tries to two. Turbo obviously has been affected with back spasms or pain or something like that. He was needled up at halftime. He's not in the game, and as we kind of expect when he's not there, mate, they they just I capitulated. swear to you, if Turbo continues to play and he gets a serious injury. I would sack that coach on the spot. I would fucking sack him on the spot. He hasn't been well since round one. He's been tentative the entire year. You know Turbo, nine times out of ten, when he feels that kick, he pins the ears back and he fucking launches. Has he done that once this year? No, but he, he wasn't running. He, he was missing tackles. Oh, uh, there was well, one the- try in particular. He just stuck an arm out. Yeah, you he know just, what? I think he was there in protest. I think he was saying, you know what? You put me in this. I'm going to do nothing. But Turbo's I'm going to like, show you how bad I am. Turbo's like Clint Gutherson. He's everywhere, right? He's just, he's not, he's not. He, like he, you see him following plays. He doesn't even do that. He doesn't follow the halfback. He's not following the, the hooker. He's not doing nothing. You know why? He's just not doing nothing. You know he's why? everywhere. Because he can't. He that's actually what can't. I mean. He can't even get no, to the next play. He's he's obviously not well. That's Let's right. needle him up and put him back out there. Take yeah, more needles, off. more needles. Take him off. Yeah, that's, that's going to help his rehab. More needles, just needle him up. I'll tell you what, didn't fucking Nathan Cleary give Dally Cherry Evans a lesson? Oh. Wow. Wow. Dylan Edwards, wow. Dylan Edwards. Wow. As I said, mate, mate if, he, if he's not anywhere around the, the state of origin oh. on form, mate, Freddie, I'd be surprised. Not, he's not playing K Ruse. He won't even get a fucking mention. He didn't even make the Australian kangaroo tour. He's a specialist fullback. Look, like, they, they like Latrell, Latrell, right? He's a fullback, but he's really a specialist centre. Where does he play at Origin? Centres, yeah. Turbo is not even a fucking centre. 
Yeah, I know. I just think that it's you look at it and you think, get him in the game somehow. But I agree with you. You're right. And, and there was one stage in that game where they showed you the top metre eaters for the game. The top seven metre eaters were all Panthers. Yeah. How much a winger make I mean, it was this week? To River, he wasn't up there. He see, when you're on the attack set after set, there's no need for hit ups. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like there's no need for they, that dirty work. They won that game with a few with a, with a few blokes too. Oh mate, they turned. They no turned. Fisher Harris, no Liam Martin. It was it was an, actually an embarrassing result for those guys. Like, and it was they were real, missing a few blokes as well. Penrith. They turned off the afterburners in that second half. I actually thought fifty as a minimum. Look, we all thought they weren't going to be there, but how good are they? I mean, they they, they, they could have done be that there. if they wanted to. They're going to be there at the end of the year and. They're going to have a good crack at that three-peat. I'll tell you that much. The Raiders beat the Broncos 20 points to 14, 14 for at half-time. I told you so. Yeah. Brisbane thought they'll come out and just put 30 on them. I told you so. When and a side gets happen. 50 put on them, they turn up the next week. And I didn't expect that. No widen. No widen. But, mate, can I just say, Jared Croker's been playing New South Wales Cup. Yeah. I, I can't get my head around. I felt like if I was a, a Raiders fan, I cannot I'd be believe. asking Ricky Stewart just to sack mate, himself. Mate, I mate, cannot didn't... believe the Roosters wouldn't have made a play considering we have we got fucking He's Drew Hutchinson. We haven't got a goal kicker. But, but this is kicking. And it was the kicking in the end that won it. Yeah. I think it was like, was it three tries apiece? piece? nothing. Or whatever it was. And it was just the fact that he kicked three goals out of three compared to Adam Reynolds, one one goal out of three. Mr. And defensively, uh, defensively, he's good too. I don't understand why he was put in consistency. There. And, and, of course, he was captain straight away as well. He goes in he, he, from reserve grade into captaincy. Now, on that incident with Jordan Rapata, right? Yes. He is wholly and solely responsible for what happened to him. You know why? Because there's something in the game, there's a rule in the game that no referee has ever upheld. Okay? It's called the voluntary tackle. Yeah, right. K. Roos? Yeah, I'm listening. It's called the voluntary tackle. Yeah, he, he didn't so, get touch. these players... If the ball rolls into the in goal, they'll catch it or they'll pick it up and they'll dive back into the field of play. That's a voluntary, tackle. A voluntary tackle. That's a voluntary tackle. And they lie there and what is it? The defending player just stands there waiting for him to move. If he's dived at your feet and without like a tackle being made, that's automatically a penalty. That's a voluntary tackle. I know, Bass. Right? Go partner, the kick comes through. He sees two big boys towering down upon him, coming down at full pelt. He dropped to the ground as fast as he could, and he caught a knee. That was an accident. That's not a penalty. Sorry. It's not a penalty. It's an accident. I agree. I 100% agree. See, that's another rule that's been there but for 100 years. That's called a voluntary is... tackle. When was the last time you saw one? Never. Every Never. player does it. They catch a ball, for, they fall straight to Gutherson the ground. did it today. Yeah, the today, last tackle of the game. Luke Brooks is Luke going. Luke oh, his head up. You would, like, every he team still does did a touch every him, you know that. Game, every Sorry, that's it. not an excuse. No, I know. I'm just saying. We see it all the time, but it's it's against the rules. But that's the, that's one rule that's not no, important. What I was starting at, rule. at the start of this um, podcast, when we said we'll talk about this later, my concern is, and you've said it many times, you know, where's the care of duty here? We try and stamp it out in certain plays to protect the player. So if you tackle a kicker late, it's a penalty. Protect the player so that he doesn't get surprised by a tackle. So he can't get cleaned up when he's vulnerable. I don't understand why the rule where you're allowed to just time it perfectly, the moment someone's feet touches the ground, that you can send his organs into outer space. You see what happened to Bob Hawke's grandson? There was a Polynesian guy in rugby he did exactly that. He's got the high ball. This guy has run from Jupiter and collected this guy the moment his feet touched the ground, hit him so hard, hospitalised, removed his spleen. And this is something that I believe is going to happen in our game. Someone's going to get badly hurt 
because you have butters coming at you at a million miles an hour. You've got huge people. Marty Tapao, every day of the week, I understand why Rapana just tried. It was self-preservation. He goes down as fast as he can. Why would he let himself get completely folded in half by Marty Tapao? Where is the duty of care? Why isn't there a rule around this to protect these guys at the most vulnerable? The We've about, changed it in other what places. What are they supposed to do? What are they supposed to do? I don't know, Chris, but something needs to happen. Because, mate, these people... So, you're, call, so you're calling for it, Carews? I am. So you're calling for Let's Play Touch? I'm not calling that's for what, that's, that's what you are. I'm thinking that's what you are. in this case, no, we've got protection in other ways. Yeah, but here, why don't they do it like they do in NRL? He, he swings his arm, which means I'm going to catch it. Don't smash me. I'm not saying we do that, but I'm going to say if someone's doing that, you've got to wrap your arms around him. You're not allowed to make contact with the shoulder. The moment he moves his feet, take him out. Take him out. But then again, how do you time it? How do you time that? I know, but every player like Rapana is going to try and look at preserving how many dog shots? You know what, how many you know dog what, shots? How many dog shots? oath. How many dog suck shots shit. has Rapana hit people with? I'm so glad he's out. No, no, this week I get too. that. I get that. But this Karma's a cunt. To me, though, Bass, Please, this I, is your I, most I reckon, vulnerable. Hey, reckon, you're going for a high ball. All you're going to do, the moment your feet touch the ground, you know you're gone. You're gone. And I think it's the most dangerous time for a fullback or a wing or whatever, whoever's getting that ball. I think something's got to happen there because I think Rapana going down, self-preservation, why wouldn't he do it? And it's 100% not Marty Tapao's fault. He's going for him. He All of a sudden, he disappears. Where's he gone? He's at his knees. He didn't hit him hard enough. <laughs> like Pat said. I like that, Chris. Yeah, I reckon he didn't hit him hard enough because he's hit a lot of blokes in his career, that guy. All right. He's and, been suspended one, for shoulder charges. And one was bound to get one back. He was yeah. about to get something back. He copped that. Karma accident comes or not back. Accident. No, I get that. You know, and then saying. Ricky Stewart will probably sit there and whinge about meh, 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 in, in his press conference about Marty Tapao, why, whatever. But he doesn't realise he's got... Actually, no, to his credit. What did he, he say? He, he knew it was an accident. He just said that was Oh, so it's an accident. Okay. Marty Tapao went to the dressing room to try oh, and that's talk the first to him Ricky Stewart. All of that sort of stuff. Yeah. What about, is everything, is everything nice in an accident that his winger no, does? I think Ricky Stewart knows not to start bagging yeah, out Yeah, he better not start. He keeps coming back. Because he's probably got the worst culprit in the, in the NRL that does but that. But can I ask you, do you agree with a player like Marty Tapao allowed to just time that hit so that the moment your toes touch the ground, you're allowed to get folded in half without any protection? Is that you, okay in your book? Yes. Okay. You know why? But you do know that you know it's going to lead to a serious accident. Okay, but you know why I agree with it? Why? Because it can happen to Marty Tapao's player as well. You know, it's going to come to a stage where if the guy's going to kick the ball, don't touch him. If the guy's going to take the bomb, don't touch him. If the guy, don't no, touch I, him. I, I understand okay, what the that. Fuck? And, and it's got to be able to be contested. <clears throat> I guess at some stage, there's got to be some discretion that says, you know what? You didn't need to go that hard. You didn't need to put your, your shoulder into his spleen. That's actually a penalty. I think there's got to be something there. And I know it's discretionary. And I know it means that the refs are going to get it wrong every day of the week. I just think that, is, every time I've is, looked at it, this is coming I've from a guy thought, who's got Cody Walker in his team. <laughs> you know what? This is coming you know from what? a guy that's got Cody Walker in his you team. You know what? You know what? We've all got grubs in our side. Speak for yourself, bro. We do. Uh, we no, no, do. we all do. No, We've no, got no. Jack Bird's out, mine. No, no, no. Cody Walker's his, and Rick Radley's yours. No, no, no. There's, there's difference between grub. Cody Walker's a grub. Pass. He niggles. He put. Victor Radley tackles and plays hard. There's a difference between a grub and a hard player, Chris. Yeah, but there's a difference. There's a nine massive times out of difference. 10, he does the wrong thing. I know, but the other thing, Jack is Bird. We look ten, at ten times out of ten times. We look he does at the wrong thing. Victor Radley, and I swear to God, if you had an option to have thirteen men of Victor Radley's on the field going at it on both sides, oh mate, the game would be over in be, ten minutes. It'd be pay per view. 
You'd be the watching game be it. Ever. You'd be paying to watch every game. Well, you know what? I just don't like the voluntary tackle. It, it is a rule in our game. At what point? See, if he doesn't go down like that, uh, what's his name? Rapana? He doesn't get hit in the head. He was trying not to get forced back into the end goal. That's what he was trying to yeah, do. So he dived to the ground and dropped. That's the consequences you face when you try and flout the rules. That's a voluntary tackle, Kairos. I don't give a flying fuck what happened to his head. He is wholly and solely responsible for what happened to himself. He went down in the tackle so he doesn't get forced back into the in goal. That is a voluntary tackle. He dived at the legs of the incoming defence. Sorry. You want to go down when, the there's, when there's defence... No, no, and, and as I said, we agree. And I don't think it should have been a penalty. It's a penalty. But I'm just saying, I know what he's trying to do. He's just trying to stop himself from getting polaxed. So you're going to say, what precedents are we setting here? So when there's accidents in the game, we're going to penalise for the accident as well? No, I said he, he shouldn't have been penalised. Josh Alawaye got hit in a high shot in that game. He went off for a head concussion. He was bleeding from the lip. No penalty, play the ball. They came, they jammed in on him on the tackle. And I think from the force, his head came forward and hit the... You can't call everything a penalty. Accident is an accident. Fair enough. Just quickly on that, just the last thing I want to talk about with that is the inclusion of Jared Croker as a captain. What he brings to that team with leadership, I think it was sensational. Is this what they're missing? Ricky, Stewart, not, Ricky Stewart just got humble pie. How could you not play that guy? He is a fucking staunch, stalwart clubman. What yeah. centre do you have that's better than him? He's treated him like he's shit, one of, He's honest. one of the best kickers in the game as well. Absolutely. He's treated him like shit, to be honest. They really have. All right. Sack yourself, Ricky. Do the right thing. The Titans beat the Dragons 20 points to 18. Eight all at halftime. Francis Moller bin for a high shot on Fatoeka. Titans didn't score during this time, and the Dragons bombed three tries during that 10 minutes while he's in the bin. Uh, his shoulder made contact. We already discussed that. I'm not going to oh, talk about I'm that now. I'm not going to talk about that. There was a moment where I thought you lost the game was when Jaden Campbell charged through Ben Murdoch, Ticker Masilla. Again, Indian vibe here today. Talatau Amon and Jack Bird to score that try. And uh, I thought that was the turning point. Yeah, terrible. Chris? Well, we missed, uh, we, we, we missed 49 tackles. You can't win a football game. 49, 49 tackles. tackles. Yeah. And it was 2018. How, how does that even tell you the... the Tale of the game. How, how does that work out? Well, you missed, 40, you missed, you missed 40 49 tackles and you just lost. Yeah, we just lost. So who's your worst enemy? Yeah, ourselves. But it's an ongoing issue. But it's always I, like that. But can and I ask the, the coach, coach sits there. No, 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 no. Don't you dare say the coach. He did not miss 49 tackles. The coach is going to fucking fall down on his sword. He's going to get sacked. But you've got to ask the question, who missed 49 tackles? Who? Are we going to blame the coach for 49 tackles yeah, missed? Yeah, Are we going to blame the coach for the three bomb tries that you've had? Okay, so if Souths have a bad game, Roosters have a bad game two weeks, don't they adjust their game plan? Like, don't you just... Bass, it's been happening every week for three fucking years. Okay, but you're three years. You are good enough to compete and complete. Yeah, but yeah, but, but that's not the coach's oh, fault. Nice, yeah, but Bass. Yeah, but nice. Bass. But Bass. What's the coach? <laughs> okay, I want to ask you one question, both of you. Who has hook? Made a better player. Chris, you're missing... You're, you're, no, no, no. Uh, okay. Just, just I'm answer, answer the your, question. I'm going to answer your answer question. question. You're misinterpreting what I'm saying. Do I think Hook is the good, a good coach? No. Do I think Hook is the coach for, that's going to take your club forward? No. no but, but what, what I'm, I'm saying to you, saying he's not irrespective of who's coaching you, when you miss 49 tackles, it's not the coach's fault. But it's when, the player's best. Uh, out of that team, take Ben Hunt out of that team, Zach Lomax, maybe Jaden Sewer. Who are those guys are going anywhere? Who wants any of them? The rest of them? The rest of them. None of them. Who is it? No Na- name another player that you'd probably keep on his side. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not trying to be the nasty. The wingers are not bad. The, way, the wingers are not bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just... Yeah, Ravala is a big... Yeah, but a big what, unit, what I'm I trying guess. to say is what's wrong with them? They're not fit. The assistants aren't doing their job. Like, no. what, like, how, do you, the how do you get them to play as a team? The players aren't good enough. 
the players aren't good enough. They, Chris. they, they crumble under pressure. They they make wrong decisions. Well, that's his. Well, well, that's well, not the coach's fault. What well, wasn't the coach's fault? He picked the players. He's picking what the roster. Mean? He's picking the players. He is. That, that's his roster. He sits down with the recruitment and retention team, and they go through a process. Do you want this player? So every single player so who's, at that club so who's signed point? by hook. Okay, but we were Bass, really, the majority of it was. We it were really, is, yes. We were yes. really critical of the Dolphins lineup yes, before the start of the year. And what the coaches managed to do Come is on, take man. those guys and say, this is how we're going to play it. And I really believe that that's what Wayne Bennett's managed to do. It's got to see, as you keep saying, it's given a simple game plan. Do you he's want- worked out what the skill sets are of these people. He's a bit of a man manager as well. He's taken that. He's turned him into something that none of us expected. I guarantee you, be. you put Wayne Bennett in our side. And he'll fucking make him more disciplined. I agree. 100%. I agree. He'll give him a simple game plan and he'll fire a rocket up their ass, right? That this is what you've got to do. It doesn't take shit. But he'll make us a better team. I Chris, guarantee you that. Chris, don't be so sure to hand out praise to Wayne Bennett. Why? Because he made one semi-finals with Newcastle the other three years. He was not sighted. That's his one seven comps, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> he won seven comps. Yeah, he's won seven comps in our history of our, of our what time? With shit teams. Come he on, won Bass. seven comps with shit teams. He had no so body. why do we have to give praise to Trent Robinson then? Why? More? I don't. What are you saying? He's a good coach. Who? I do. Trent Robinson. I reckon he's okay, a good coach. Okay, he's a good coach. I reckon too. And so is Craig Bellamy. And so is fucking uh, Wayne Bennett. Give him Jackson They've won Paul comps at their team. Yeah, but you're, you're going to the point where you think Wayne Bennett, if you gave him that St. George side now, you're making the finals? Yeah, no, but it would turn him into a better but side. It, it wouldn't be an embarrassment. There won't be that now. much. There'll, there'll be more okay, discipline. Well, okay. difference. Look what you guys are okay. doing okay. with Jackson You want right to talk now. about a little bit of discipline? Okay, to give, mate, you, mate, you, give you more discipline. Mate, do you want to give you an example? We got rid of Jackson Ford, who looked rubbish in our side last year. He's probably the Warriors' best player. He's turned him into a good player. So, Jackson Ford. So that coach at the Warriors is a gun coach. He's turned him into a better player. Another coach can turn some plays into better plays, Bass. Sh- you know what it is, Chris? A coach can give you the tools. You need to execute. But maybe the game plan that they're trying to execute is rubbish. He's given him a game plan that they can't execute. They can't do it. We're yeah, lethargic. We play shit. Our ruck defense is pathetic. We can't get back over the advantage on once we make a tackle. Sides go right up the middle. It's pathetic. And he was talking about Jaden Campbell. He scored under the post with a gap like that. Yeah, but he, under the post. But I mean, the, the the players in the vicinity that should have taken him down. That's correct. That, what is he? Jack, um, Campbell's what? Sixty-eight kilos. <laughs> the he smallest went, player on Jack the field Bird, scored a try. Sha- Murdoch Masila. Chris, I'm not going to argue with you about the fact that uh, what's it call it? The side isn't good enough and everything. But 49 tackles has got nothing to do with game plan. Bass. 49 missed tackles Bass. has nothing no to one, do with game no plan. One, no one dissects the game on George Laura more than me. And I've, I've heard this the same shit from the bloke at the same press conference. He said exactly yesterday what he said when we lost before the Titans against Cronulla. He said the same thing. He said the same thing to that. He, said, he sits there and says the same thing. So what, what's he going to do about it to fix it for them? If he wants the place to fix it, what's he doing as a head coach? You're on a job. What are you doing? Let's ask That's like that a boss question. of a company, man. Bass, if I give you shit tools every week and you keep complaining, am I going to keep giving you the same tools? Or do you want me to go to Bunnings and get you new ones? Before you blame your coach, start with your board. because they're Yeah, signing, I understand that. I, I agree off, with that too. They're signing off on who the fuck is being purchased. They're yeah. signing 100%. off on who's being purchased. 100%. The same board gave him the fucking head coaching job. They didn't stop to think... Is this guy going to actually be able to attract players to our club that are going to turn our fortunes around? Number two. Lastly, sorry, your marquee player is Ben Hunt. Although he's your better player every week, 
I don't see him standing there and fucking remonstrating with your players and saying, right, you there, you there, you there, do this. Oh, it's a big difference. Big there's, difference. There's isn't certain it? halfbacks, marquee halfbacks like the Adam Reynoldses, like the fucking Mitchell Moseses, like the Clearies, that are fucking marshalling troops three or four plays in advance. Ben Hunt is a good player. But he's, I don't see him as the guy who's – so a, a lot of the responsibility has got to go with him. Coach, your, ha, your captain, Bash, and your got, premier he's halfback. He's already got a lot of responsibility. He nearly took us fucking on his own last year there. On his own. How much more can he tell the players took what us, to do? Took you where? No, but I'm just saying he nearly he, – he's like – Without him last year, we'll probably – we get the spoon. The yeah. Knights beat the Warriors 34 points to 24-22-6 at halftime to the Warriors and six tries to four in the end. Good game. Of football to watch. Not something I would have said with these two Who players. Who won? The Knights. Newcastle won. Yeah. With, without? Milkshake boy. Why would you fucking let him back into that team? <laughs> I know. They were great. They, they were looked fucking, really good. Go buy a lottery ticket, boy. He fucking hijacked them, spooked them into signing him on a multi-million dollar deal long term. He is not worth the piece of paper that him and his father bandied out for them to sign. I wouldn't have fucking given him a toilet paper to it's, put his fucking name in. His dad's a disgrace. It's a dad. great train robbery. All it's over a fucking again. train Mate. robbery and a half. For 1.3 or 4 million, whatever the fuck they paid him, they could have bought three decent players. They're doing well right now. Add three decent players to that side. But yeah, you look, start looking at some of the players that they got there. Lockie Miller has been a massive injection well, for well, those guys. Well, that's what I was going to say. Jackson Hastings doing really well. Sorry. They're, they're the two most go-to men at the team. So if he comes back, what, what's going to happen to Jacko? He will disrupt what's that side. What's going to happen to the balance. He yeah. will exactly. disrupt yeah. that side. Yeah, and what's going to happen to the fullback? Because it's either the fullback or, or Jackson Hastings has their fingers in everything. So if KP is going to come back and put his finger on everything... Do me a favour, don't do that again, bro. Don't give him a moniker like that. It sounds cool, KP. Milkshake, boy. Scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the Warriors, for me, they were like Brisbane. I think they thought they were going to turn up and just beat Newcastle. Oh, I, New, don't, I don't Newcastle know, if, I don't know if they thought that, Chris. Yeah. I thought they, and you I, know. And I think the Warriors are just leaving their run a bit too far from like 18 points or 20 points. But, but Sean Johnson, he's having a different year this year. Really they, they are, but they can't They can't be down 20 points every week and expect to win I think, every week. I think the, the Newcastle Knights out-enthused the, the Warriors in this game. I think they wanted to win and they played that way. And hey, I think Adam O'Brien... But this is it. Knows. You're saying upset the balance. If you look See, at... Last year, Adam O'Brien was a shit coach. We had his name up there. Yeah. What, all of a sudden, he become a gun coach. Certain, all of a sudden, he's... players. But certain players. It's players. And you're Bass, right. Bass, comes, we're talking about one certain player who? as well. That's probably turned them around. KP. Yeah. That's one player. <laughs> but it's not, He's probably realised without him, we've, you know what? We're fucking probably good without him. But it's him. the players, Chris. It's the players. It's not Adam O'Brien all of a sudden decide, you know what? My coaching, pff, let me throw out the fucking blueprint from last year. I'm changing the blueprint for them. Every, yeah, because, because every single fucking coach would have exactly the same game plan. It's not like when you're playing gridiron, everybody's got a fucking blueprint of plays and, yeah, and blocks and, and things they can run. It's a standard game that you can pretty much cut and paste for every fucking team across the ball. It's who completes better, who finishes their sets better, who gets their kicks off better. Don't fucking force a, a pass that's not... It's, you know what? One mistake in your own red zone turns an entire game. Yeah. It's you know, these guys that aren't making these mistakes that like the Dolphins, like the Newcastle Knights, like the Warriors, yeah. that are surprising us with where they are this year. Yeah, but like, know, it's the errors that you guys are making. Absolutely. Team that's expected. At the start of the season, a, we're talking about minor premiers. There's a rule in rugby league. If the Roosters complete at over 75%, you're not beating us. 
and the, the times that you've said four out of 21 against these top sides, we've completed under 70%. Yeah. And also the same thing I think that the Bunnies are doing wrong. Because they're, they're com- the errors, their completion rate. Forcing oh, passes, oh, yeah. thinking we can score off every play because we're a, a star-studded star side. Hold the blah, 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 blah. I just blah. think, I just think um, everything last year went through Milkshake Boy. Everything from fullback to five back. Everything, all their game plan, if, if they didn't win, is because he didn't play well. That, right. that was everything. And since he's been injured and they've got the injection of the fullback and Hastings, they're playing as a team. That's Stru- what I'm saying. The structure, di- yeah, but the dynamic of the team is better. The the centers are getting the ball. If you know, the halves are getting the ball. The, the the fullbacks get into the ball. Everyone's having a touch of the ball. It was like, mate, bang, bang, bang. Here's the ball, Caleb Ponga. Go and do something. That's on, how it was. On that, Chris, though, you know what I think also has made a really big difference as a result of that. Teams happier. Yeah, players is. are happier Every, because because everyone's playing a part in it's it. It's harmony. And let me tell you something. If I'm Adam O'Brien of the Newcastle Lights. I'm bringing Caelan Ponga back against in a against a gun side and hope he gets concussed again, and saying you know thank you, thank you. And that's why Adam O'Brien to you. But we need to cut our losses and run. But, fuck off. But that's the question mark of going. Let's say he he can't come back because of the injuries that he's had. How much does this cost the night? Shitloads. Well, don't they medically retire? Yeah, I know, but there's still got to be a payout. Yeah, it depends. I think it could be half his contract that gets paid out. See, sure. that's massive. Still that's massive. massive. But you're right. It's a Four. great train robbery, man. It is. What, what his fucking... dad and him did was just... Uh, well, Adam O'Brien and the board at Newcastle fell for it. Well, no, but he summed up a player. Well, what kind of, what kind of player? Bro, they, had, they had the opportunity after that fucking toilet incident to say what you've done. Has brought our club and our game. You should have sucked him there, man. See you later. Fuck off. Then now, so the Cronulla Sharks have just re-signed um, Nico Hines and six million dollars over six years. What a fantastic result! Because I tell you what, you look at that compared to Mitchell Moses. Who would you take, Mitchell Moses on one point two five or Nico Hines on a million? I'd what? take Nico Hines on one point two five over yeah, well, Nico Moses Hines on a million. Um, earned that right there. You know, he's 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 how come so? a long way. How so? Well, he's worked hard, man. He was at Melbourne playing in and out of the oh, whole no, no. time, you, you know what I mean? You, you said Moses has earned that right. No, no, I said I said Nico. No, no, you said Moses. Did I, did I say yeah, Moses? that's what that's why I asked how so. No, I said uh, Yeah, Ponte. Nico has Nico, definitely Nico earned, has that earned, that right. earned that right. He bided his time, he was playing you know, he only he was played unwanted. when he was playing when injuries injuries hit certain players, he filled in everywhere and, we know, and he filled in well. Do you know where he was we before also he went to Melbourne? So was that Manly? Yeah. And we know that Marquee Harkbacks are gonna get a lot of money, but the fact that he's happy to take a million, knowing that if he went to the open market, he could have got more. Well, he would have got more. It's not that he, just, he, he showed he showed loyalty and respect to the guy who gave him his first starting gig at a fucking uh, a halves fucking spot, as well as the fact that he is a very well spoken, very calm. He's not in trouble, you know, considering the upbringing that he's had. And what he grew up in, and where his uh, mother is right now, and, be, and why she is where she is, I'm surprised he's still got a level head on his shoulders. Very much like Latrell. Really grounding and yeah, waiting, gr- waiting for the sucker punch. Um, we must move on. The Eels beat the Tigers. I would say that's the Tigers in a close on 28 points to 22, 18 six at half time, and the Tigers bounce back in the second half to lose five tries to four. Tigers winning 16 10 in the second half. By the way. Tigers are now zero and six. Look, they had enough ball to win that game in the first half. Oh the fuck Tigers, yeah! Fuck, they had the. I think they had seventy-five percent of the ball. They were camped. When I say camped for the first twenty minutes, like you know, when you put your tent down and you drive the, the like you're not just putting the pitching the the tent just for like you know 
a passing win. You've put the stakes in and driven them in deep because you're fucking staying here a while. That's how fucking camp they were. On For zero line. points. Set, set of six after set of six after set of six. So I, I didn't see. I didn't see yeah. the first half. Who, that what cost them? Who are you talking? Tigers. Tigers. They Tigers. were camped on the Parramatta try line for about ten sets of six. Walked away with nothing. Parramatta go upfield. Mitchell Moses kick. I know, but interestingly, first they're normally not camped up at someone's try line. They're not even getting there. So they played that today. in itself. They had a, a result. Parramatta would have got the the yips if fucking Dewey converted two kicks that he missed. Well, now he's going to be missing for the rest of the year and. Naden's got a, a collar, collarbone a too, fractured collarbone for Brett, uh, Brett Naden. They're away from six. They lose two key players. Yep. In their positions. And if you think the heat got was was on Luke Brooks, oh, it's only going to get worse now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's only going to get worse now because he now runs aside and he probably can't get dropped because they've got no one else. They've got no one else. So if all that talk about him getting dropped or whatever, but let me tell you, he's not going anywhere now. He's safe to the rest of the year. <sighs> So they got a He's bit of got a, more they, lives than a so they got some problems. Kittens. They got some problems there. Where does the first win come from? I don't know. Anyway, they've moved into 14th spot now, with two wins, with a minus 13 for and against. Who do the Tigers have next week? Oh, got let's the buy. let's go through it now. But before we move on to a few, there was a few matters that uh, I wanted to discuss during the week that showed their rear. But Brett Stewart arrested. Cocaine. Cocaine. Mm. Willie Mason. Employed by the Bulldogs, working for a betting agency. Apparently, the Canberra Raiders have their own Anzac jersey fiasco. The image they had on their jersey last year for Anzac Day was also an American soldier. Was it? It oh, just, wow. just. How does that the, happen? Like you know, sorry, with all due respect to fucking Valandis and Dumbo, like you are leading. a pack of fucking morons. And you know what? I've said this to Chris in our day-to-day job. If you're a company. And you've hired, like, for example, leading hands and supervisors and stuff that are dumb as dog shit. Isn't that a reflection on the hierarchy? Because if this dumb as dog shit got it past you to get the job, how dumb are you? So your employees are a reflection of the hierarchy. And here we are at the NRL. Look at these fucking idiots that you allow clubs to sign and hire. And and you know what? Why isn't the NRL saying to the fucking perspective teams, submit your designs to us? And we will have them checked and looked over. Because the NRL go, well, hey, hey, it wasn't us. It was the Canberra Raiders. Well, I, I, aren't you look, supposed to do that? It makes you look even dumber. But aren't you supposed to do that? That's a good question, no. Chris. Because I would have thought that they from a, a branding perspective, they would have to. I, there'd have to be some sort of final approval from the NRL. Because that's your boss, right? From They're the NRL boss. brand. No. For them just to do whatever they want. Surely they look it over. Surely it's submitted. I don't know. But either way. I saw the jersey, though. I've worked in marketing for a long, long time. And over and over and over again, you look at a marketing campaign that is terrible. And you think, apart from the fact that an agency created that, someone from the company's got to sign off on it. There are so many people it goes through before it's approved and it's sent out to market. How do they let this go through? Is it the person at the reception going, Jenny? Can you put us jersey together? How hard is it? It's Anzac Day. It's an Anzac jersey. Just type in Anzac. And you want it to be clearly Australian. You want it to have that flavour of the Anzac. Chris, you've got to understand something, though. And so do you. The Anzac soldier, as we know it growing up, 80% of people who watch rugby league now 
don't know what that is. They're trying to bring in a modern look of a soldier to appeal to, number one, also to families who have had soldiers fight in those yes, modern-day yes, conflicts. We, we understand. So they're trying to do that as well. I know you say, oh, the, we know what the Anzac looks like. They're trying to also modernise and move with the times. So what does the NRL just come out and say that then? Well, they don't have to say yeah, that. It's up, it's up to the individual clubs to pick the image they want on their jerseys. But it's just like I look at Abdo and fucking Valandis, and they're more concerned with making sure we're inclusive, making sure women are happy with the way rugby league going, making sure little kids aren't leaving for other sports, making sure we're fighting enough players to keep our fucking bankroll going, and they're turning a blind eye to the simplest things that make them look stupid. Stupid. It's amateur hour. Also, making sure that we're not hip-dropping hip- oh, yeah. this in 2023. Is that like hip-hop music? Absolutely. Pop. And uh, also, I read with interest during the week that former Manly and Bulldog star T-Rex Williams, he was signed up to coach a junior rugby league side, and he was dumped after a couple of weeks because he didn't turn up to training twice. Plus, he hasn't turned up in his old career. Like, oh, nice one, Chris. <laughs> he won a grand final, Chris. But what I'm saying is... How do you not turn up for your job? You've you, just been appointed again, coach. You're given a great chance here. Yeah, just, you know... You know just you're doing something Ease your that, way back into the game. Be part of it again. I mean, how many of these spots are available to former rugby league players? Take it seriously. How, what an own goal that is. But what's he doing that he can't show up? God, what's he doing? Stupid. What's he doing? Do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Bass? Can, can I say? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, you know, we all know that he was good at finding the white line. It, it never ceases to amaze how right. dumb these fuckers are. Let's quickly go through round seven. Starting Thursday night with the Dolphins playing the Bunnies at Suncorp. $3.50 to the Dolphins and $1.31 to the Bunnies. Those odds, come on, evil, our betting punt. I don't know what he's doing. you got the Dolphins this week. we got the Dolphins. Oh. We're, not, we're not 131. Let's see how good the Dolphins are now. What do you mean by that? You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. You're implying what? South should tear them at you, asshole. South should tear them at you, asshole. We did. <laughs> and we're bad. Yeah, these are the ones that I think South lose. I'm really worried about this. 100%. Where are you playing? Suncorp. You got no hope. No, I, don't, I actually who, think it's going to be. Who's refereeing? <laughs> Ashley Klein or Jared Sutton? You got no hope. No. Uh, who are you picking on this one? I'll pick it South. Well, you know, Wayne Bennett, you know, Best, he'll yeah. fire him up their old club. Chris, realistically, who are you picking? South. Come on, Souths. I'm picking Souths, but who knows with this one? Go Souths. Okay, uh, Sharks v Roosters at Racism Park. Two dollars ten for the Sharks and the dollars seventy four for the Roosters. Mate, you guys got to turn. I know up. that feeling, Baz. Tedesco's back. We're going to have our fucking centre pairing of Suwali and Manu for the first fucking time. So we've got two centres playing this week. Thank fuck. Um, I don't know how far away uh, Lodge is because we could do with another front row on Certainly the bench. We could do with another Lodge. We no could do with it. a fucking Lodge. And um, we need a back rower back urgently because Egan Butcher is <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and like everybody wants to talk about oh, the Roosters with your money and your. Mate, Lodge, Tupanua, Crichton, Watson, Lodge. That's five, five starting players in any other side in the competition. I know you can scrape the barrel, but how deep can you scrape the barrel? Where's Nathan Brown? No idea. Nathan Brown, add him to the mix. And he's available. Why wouldn't he play him? So which way are you going? I'm liking the fact that you got Teddy at fullback. You got your both centres firing. So do I. I think this is a good opportunity. This is a good. We, listen, it's got to be Roosters. Awesome. And I, I also think the Sharks have fallen on their sword a few times this year. If this was this time last year, 
I would have said the Sharks. Yeah, I would have. But too. the Sharks are a stop start this year too. I haven't been. They last, haven't got it right either. Last year playing the Sharks, you were a little bit weary. You think, fuck, they could do this. We've we both the Sharks and the Roosters have been stop start this year, so we're in with a chance. Their so. defense is not that great. They're actually going to be going the Roosters. I think they're going to take it out. Seagulls take on the Storm at Northern Beaches Races Park. Two forty-five for the Seagulls and the dollar sixty for the Storm. I'm going to say current form and the fact that uh, there's no chance that Turbo will be back. Storm 100%. Melbourne. I agree. And just on that, just against us, fucking Cameron Munster. Like, he's unbelievable, right? Honestly. You know, I know there's, there's talk of fucking Milkshake Boy on 1.4 and Mitchell Moses and everything. I'd be giving that money to fucking Munster every day of the week. You know what I was telling Bastard? Yeah, he's, he's a you, freak. You know what he goes unnoticed? You know what he hit up you know and takes, takes up in a lot? Like, yeah, I know. Just he's, to get on the front foot for it. So for forwards that aren't, aren't uh, going forward, he'll take up a hit. But it's not just that. Get it, quick, quick play the ball yeah. to get the momentum rolling for them. And, and it's, it's not a settler hit up. He always beats a first it's, bloke. It's not a settler hit up. It's a fucking hit up with impetus. I know. And he's, he's a big body for it too. Yeah, yeah. But, Some but, of those plays 5'8". But what he does, he sets... He sets up to Lotto as a quick play the ball to get everyone, the next one rolling and the next one rolling. But he's another one of those players. At the moment he grabs the ball and he goes for a run, opposition panic. They absolutely panic. It creates um, openings. So we're all going the Storm. The Warriors v Cowboys in Auckland. Kia ora, mate. $1.85 for the Warriors and one ninety five for the Cowboys. I reckon the fucking Warriors can beat the Cowboys. I'm thinking the Warriors can do Warriors this as well this in week, Auckland. I'm going to give it to them. Let's say all go the Warriors. The Knights play the Panthers in Newcastle. $5 for the Knights, $1.18 for the Panthers. I think that tells us what the story's going yeah, like. Yeah, Adam O'Brien's head will be on the chopping block after this game. <laughs> uh, one week is a long time in rugby league, boys. This, this could be another 50. The Titans play the Broncos on the Goldie. three seventy-five for the Titans oh. and $1.28 for the Broncos. I'm going to make a big call here. It's going to, it sounds like a big call. Broncos lose two in a row. That's Bron- a massive call. Broncos lose two in a row. Against the Titans? <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah. I'm going Broncos. Where at? Gold Coast. On the Goldie? No, I'm going Broncos. We should have beaten. If they've got the same team, the Gold Coast. But you would, the way you they said, should get but done. You <laughs> but you wouldn't be surprised. Honestly. But I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going the Broncos. Raiders v Dragons, the local derby at the Nationals Capital. $1.50 for the Raiders and $2.60 for the Dragons. Can't remember the last time we beat them there. Chris has made up my mind for me. Can bro. I'm on my mate's side. Yeah. He convinced me. Yeah. No, no, me too. Uh, thanks. The Eels v. The Dogs, always a good one. Western Sydney Races Park, $1.50 for the Eels, $2.60 for the Dogs. Uh, Phil Gould's come out and had a sook. He wants uh, the NRL to give him salary cap dispensation so he can buy another 30 players because the ones that he's got right now are all injured, apparently. He doesn't like them. Yeah, he doesn't like them either. So what was the story? I heard that by mean? the end of the game against South, only three players out of their top 30 or something. Stumped. I, I recognise that. available. Player. Well, I don't know. I, I actually looked at their lineup between round one and the lineup that they had because everyone was saying they've got so many players out. I think they've got a couple of forwards to Peter Pangai Jr. And um, there was one other player that I thought was different. Um, but kick out. Kick out's missing. And TPJ hasn't played all year. Well, Look, I'm, I'm going to go para, but not convincing after today's performance. But you wouldn't be surprised? But I wouldn't be surprised. No, I would be no. surprised. Parramatta by plenty. Well, I'd say Parramatta as well. And the West Tigers play the bye, as Sheen says. I'll probably struggle to win this one. Yeah. Where do we think this one's going to go? I reckon it'll be close up until the 80th minute. The Tigers will run out of gas and the and the, and the bye will be the golden point. Very <laughs> <laughs> golden point. All right, boys. Um, I'm, anything from you guys before we go? Uh, no. That's interesting. It. Interesting. It's getting to the uh, business end of the... The early part of the season, like you want to see where you are by around 10, 11, 12. So. Well, pretty soon we're going to start talking 
origin. Yeah, origin, exactly. Chris, anything from you? No. You don't want to talk any more about the Dragons? Thanks for the gifts. Thank you. Welcome. You're more than welcome. And I'm Johnny K. Roos. Good luck to your teams this weekend, of course, unless, of course, you are playing the Bunnies, and that is the Dolphins. Up the fins. The fins up. Fins up. Yeah, we tease him a lot Cause we got him on the spot Welcome back Welcome back, welcome back